Welcome back to Talking Supercoach with Street and Oz. And you've joined us for probably what will be the shortest podcast, not only of the year, but that we may ever do. Um, and that is with a ruck line that actually has a couple of options. Historically, we could have done this show in 34 seconds, but we might even cover off five or six names here, Street. I don't know how we did the show in previous seasons. Couldn't tell. Uh, I'm not sure. I, don't, I really don't have much to add. So this, this could be pretty <laughs> short or be really boring. So we listen to you. Uh, but maybe we combined it as part of another show. So this is something new this year. We're doing a, a standalone Rux show. And I honestly mm. remember the last time we ever did this. Yep, correct. You know, let it give us your feedback if you want this to be <laughs> just just hidden in amongst other stuff. Um, the Rucks this year, obviously, we've been spoiled in the past, a lot of set and forget stuff, but with uh, Brody Grundy being cheap, but then going to Melbourne, that's really complicated yep. things. However, yep. spoiled, we are recording uh, this. Spoiled, but it has been almost frustrating because you agreed to fork out 1.4 million in your Rucks this year. You don't, which is yep. uh, quite exciting. And there's. A handful of options. It probably even is a handful of options uh, that you would entertain in there, but uh, I reckon that most people have a different combination of those, which is good. I think maybe we approach this show. Historically, we've started at the top from a price point and then gone to the most owned. For this show, mate, let's just cover off one name first and then we'll get to the rest. Rowan Marshall should be one of your two rucks, should he not? Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure why you wouldn't pick him. Like, I think the only reason would be maybe you're concerned that he might play a bit forward when, you know, you guys don't really have many other options there. But, uh, yeah, that would be the only reason. Uh, he's in 50% of teams. So he's one of the highest owned players. Uh, but, you know, for good reason, he's at Farm to K, just the, yeah, an absolute no brainer. Yes, when he's when he's played standalone ruck in the past couple of years ago, he was about 110. Uh, seeing no reason why that's not going to happen again. Uh, and even if he does play a little bit more forward, it's not the end of the world considering the ruck options we've got. So, I I think the rucks get simplified a lot when you just remove the fact that you're picking two in a bench. You're not. You're picking one in a bench because you should be picking Rowan Marshall. He should be in almost every team. Um, The Saints also don't have many big scorers. So between him and Jack Steele, they're going to do a lot of the heavy lifting. So anyway, I think we're aligned there, right? That's half the show done. Seriously. R2 is the big question. There isn't really any rookies that seem to be jumping out or even really low mid-price players that are bashing down the door. The uh, we'll get to a, a couple that have popped up later on, but it is very unlikely, I think, that many people will start an R2 that isn't a premium or pseudo-premium, you know, type placeholder. So let's start yep. at the top then. Your boys, Gorn and Grundy. Where do you sit? They've obviously played over the weekend. They looked awesome, kicked a bag of six between them. Gorn had 150-odd super coach. Grundy uh, didn't quite make 100, but... We heard your thoughts about this on the preseason wrap a little bit. Do you want to elaborate on why you think Gorn could be a good pick? Yeah, um, oh, I mean, I'm not sure about being a, a good pick. He's 600k, but you know, I do feel that they're in the ruck line, especially like it might be the case that you just prefer him to others, which is why you would pick him. Uh, or his con list is a bit lower than some of the others. But <laughs> yeah, for mine, my, my thoughts are on those two, like Brody Grundy, not interested in it. Does seem like he is the secondary ruck to max, at least to start the season. Things might obviously change during it. Um, but, yeah, to start the season, it seems like Max is number one and, and Brody's his backup. Brody is 
not as good forward as well as Max. So like that second string to his bow isn't quite as strong. So even though he's cheap uh, at 513K, I would not pick Brody Grundy to nope. start. Supercoach, um, Max gone. I wouldn't do it either. But, you know, I do feel if there's coaches out there that just don't like the other rucks, uh, he's, he's a pretty safe bet. Like he's 620K, so it's a bit of coin, but he's Max gone. So he either moves forward in seven rounds time um, and then, you know, he's a pretty good pick and we're all going to want him. Uh, or he's doing, he hasn't, which means he's played predominantly ruck and he's probably going to be the highest average ruck. So it's, you know, you could mount a case for that being a win-win. Um, yeah, it's just a, a bit of coin and personally we'll wait to get him a bit cheaper as a forward. But if you don't like the other options and with sort of that, I guess, use cases, how I think it might play out, then, um, yeah, I, I could definitely see a world where, where people want to pick him. Yeah, it's a great summary. I think. Come the end of the season, Max Gorn's in our team as our uh, top three forward. Uh, and would I would I pick a forward that I think is not going to be the number one forward at 620K to start the year? No, probably not. Uh, and so I don't see the value. But, yes, I agree with literally every word you just said. The safest pick, which is weird when you think about the fact he was coming off an ACL last year and basically never gone to this level before, but appears to be Jared Witts at 600K in 13% of teams. So some people are playing it relatively conservative. But it almost just feels like there's no way he doesn't get 105 to 110 and there is a bit of upside not heaps but a little bit there yeah he um the obvious one that we didn't get last year he slowed a little bit towards the end of the year but obviously you know that was because he's lead up and, and pre-season and everything but yeah mate he's uh not for mine um a little bit too adventurous in the ruck but he's a, a super safe pick and you know by the time we get to round seven, we've all used a couple of trades in the rock. We might be cursing the fact we didn't just go to safe Jared Ritz option. Uh, so, yeah, a surprisingly low percentage of teams considering, you know, the risk averseness of the average super coach uh, probably isn't there. So, yeah, I think he's um, just a super safe pick and, you know, we'll go that kind of 110 to 115 again this year. No reason he won't. Yeah, I agree. I think everyone's just trying to save a little bit of coin with the amount of 150 to 250K players that we're likely to have in our sides. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll be trying to avoid it, but I do understand people heading down that path. Uh, next most expensive player and my current R1 is Tim English. Uh, obviously had a massive start to last year, threatened to go up near that 120 mark, really did fade off with some concussion challenges, injuries, missed a bunch of games, all that stuff. He's also part of a dog's team that have about 47 premiums and 26 relevant rookies. So uh, should we be a bit less excited about Tim English going, you know, 110 plus this year? Maybe. He's probably the pick you're picking on potential uh, versus, you know, actual results over the journey, especially compared to, you know, your wits and your maxes and some of the other players that we'll talk about in a minute. Even Royal Marshall's done it before. Timmy really hasn't outside of the, the stretchy games. So um, you are picking on potential, but, you know, personally think that potential is there. And, you know, I don't want to miss out on that season that he has. He's, he's still young. Rucks take a while to develop. So it'll just click soon. Uh, and, you know, whether that's the start of this year, who knows, but, you know, I want to be on that train when it, you know, does take off. So uh, I think at, you know, 580K, like it's, you know, it's expensive, but, you know, you're not talking a lot of money. People were scrambling to get him in at that price point last year. So mm. you know, I think if you if you like Timmy, if you think, you know, that patch games was a spike, that's kind of where he's headed as a player, then, yeah, he, he seems like a, a pretty good pick to start the year. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's also a little bit less role risk now as he gets older and bigger yeah. and all the rest. Um, 
Yeah, so and he's been unlucky. He's just been unlucky. Like the concussion has. was so yeah. unlucky, and couple he has had a couple of you know a, um, soft tissue you know scares mm-hmm. and stuff already this year. So that injury risk is definitely real with with Tim English. But you know it's real for all those rocks except for Jared Woods. So even yeah. then he's you know missed a season two years yeah. ago with an ACL. So um, it's yeah just luck really. Yeah, I think that's – speaking of injury risk, Sean Darcy's the only other real top-end premium ruck that's in a fair chunk of teams, about 10%. Played awesome on the weekend, has shown in two seasons ago that he could go 120-plus for an extended period. Scores through the roof. The, the, obviously, the alarm bells, Luke Jackson heading over there. Uh, I can't do it, can't bring myself to do it. I just assume that Luke Jackson being there does impact his time on in the ruck a little bit. If Sean Darcy becomes a forward, I'll bring him in. I think there's a big chance that we end up with players like Darcy and Gorn as forwards this year because of the mm-hmm. setup. And if that happens, I'll jump on. But I, I, I love Sean Darcy, love watching him because he does nothing and you check the scores and he's had 30 points. But yep. I, uh, yeah, with it, Luke Jackson is just a bit too much of a risk for me to, to value the 560 as a good pick. Yeah, I think I agree. Like, you know, you could argue that maybe he's got a bit of a point to prove they spent a lot of money on a backup ruck. He's a, he's still only 24 as well. Like, some yeah, he's young. old and he's been around for a while, but he's young as well. So, you know, he, he could click. He's, he's definitely got potential to score massive. And, you know, if he does that regularly, then, you know, he could definitely put a case forward for him being the number one ruck. So, uh, and he's had a pretty faultless preseason for, for Sean Darcy. So, yeah, I uh, I could definitely see the appeal for him, uh, the appeal for him over a Tim English. I'm, I'm pretty biased there personally, just mm-hmm. for Timmy. Uh, and, you know, for the reasons you mentioned as well, that's, you know, that's where I'll head. Yep, I agree. So at the moment between them, sounds like you got Tim English number one. Who would you have next as a pick out of Gorn or, uh, or Darcy? Uh, I'd probably go Darcy. Stop mm-hmm. potential and save the 60k. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think, you know, he's will play predominantly ruck, like, you know, the Jackson Darcy thing will be similar to the Max Jackson thing of, of previous years. So, yep. you know, probably go Darcy and then, you know, you'd go, you'd go Max, maybe Chuck Wits in ahead of Max. I'd still probably pick English and Darcy over Wits. Um, Interesting. And then Max after that. Nice, like a mate. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in on the Tim English bandwagon at this point, and do love Sean Darcy, but I, I just can't see myself doing it. Um, only other real relevant players uh, to call out. One, I'm just going to tell people not to do just quickly. Yeah, Sam Draper's in 12 percent of teams. Ugh. What he's 400k and he's averaged 70 for year and year and year. Even if he averages 90, he's a bad pick. Don't please don't pick Sam Draper, everyone. Take him out of your team. Um, we're going to get to Darcy Cameron in the forward show. Uh, so I don't know if we want to cover him off briefly here, but there is a bit of role concern. He's in a lot of teams. He does make sense, I think, for those that want to start him at an R2 if you want to, mm, or even in your does. forward line. Um, so definitely a valuable pick, but maybe we touch on him a bit more in the forward show, Streety. Uh, yeah, I, I do I do think there's probably merit in having him as a ruck pick. Uh, if you are uncertain on where the rucks will sit, you want to see what's going to happen if he maxes the world and your injuries and stuff, then, you know, Darcy Cameron as R2 gives you that flexibility. Uh, but, yeah, I think that, you know, even if you do go the Timmies and Darcy routes, then, you know, Cameron forward potentially a safe bet. So, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit more detail then. We will. I'm just a bit worried. It's hard to trade out of for that price. But anyway, we'll, we'll cover that off. Um, Mate, Stretchy Golden. 
That's yeah, sounds that way. That that really is it for the relevant ruckman. And so when you people go, oh, there's so many options this year. Real realistically, you're picking Rowan Marshall. That's one, mm-hmm. and you just have to pick between those four or five blokes as your R two. Really, have you I got agree. any other ideas? No, the only thing I've seen on Twitter a couple of times is yeah, radical ear at R two. But yeah, I'm just, I just, I have, I feel like that's a risk. Uh, in other seasons when you're talking about a genuine Ruckman as a rookie at R2, like we've had Flynn's and uh, that type of thing in the past and, you know, that was uh, the Naismith and stuff and that was a risk, let alone a player who is a defender covering someone who's injured. Um, so, yeah, that's just a – yeah, I, I don't know why you do it. The Rucks aren't yeah. that bad that, you know, you wouldn't pick the premiums over radically at R2. Your season could just be shot because you have to trade another premium on another line if you copped an injury or yeah, radically could get dropped. He's not even yep. safe best 22. So, yeah, I um I can't see why you'd do that. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. If you could promise me and guarantee that Asava radically gets six games and doesn't get injured, I, I might do it, right? But there is 0% chance you can put him in R2 for all the reasons you just alluded to. If he has to go and have to get someone in, what a disaster that is. Like you're, yeah. you're picking a premium somewhere, you're restructuring your old. Don't, yeah, and not not for me. I understand if you want to put him in R3 because you have the cash left over and you don't want yeah. to pick Madden. Um, yep. That's fine. I totally get that because you might get a bit of cash gen, whereas this Nicholas Madden guy won't play all year. Uh, and so he's literally purely a loophole. But I think one of them sits at R3 for literally every team. And that's, so that's a quite an easy decision for you to make. I think Rowan Marshall sits in your ruck line. And then you just pick one of those other four or five, mate. And I'm personally on Tim English at the moment, but there's honestly all of them have got a valid argument. Uh, with the exception of of Sam Draper, because what what are people doing? Yeah, seems crazy. I like it, mate. That's a that's a very good summary. This show could have yeah. been thirty seconds. It could have been. Yeah, we we dragged it out a little bit. But Tay, uh, oh, I think, it was, right. on, I think it was. I thought right. it was good. Yeah, I thought. It was, yeah. And people, let us know. Write in talkingsoupcoach at gmail dot com. Let us know if you want us to keep these sort of short, sharp wraps going on. I know it's pre season. Exactly. Some people are short commute, so some people can run like two Ks. And do you really want us to sit there and give you a whole bunch of detail about how Mark Blitzarb's role looks like he's going to be doing something? Like, come on, let's be real. You want to hear about the players that are relevant, and that's what we cover off. So uh, that's it, mate. That's it. Uh, It's very good. It's my favourite pod. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a short attention span. That actually yeah, plays into your day. strengths. Yeah. yeah, nice. Nice, mate. Well, we're going to have to steal your time for a forwards podcast, which is the last of our lines show. That should come out in a couple of days. But until then, we'll be in your ears again next week.